0: Thank y'all for tuning in to Politics, Religion, and Whiskey, the Josh Terry Podcast, brought to you by Raising Grace Studios. want to give a big shout-out to all the sponsors connected with the show. Noble's Networking, Williams Tire, Gridiron Coffee, uh, Straight Haggard Thread Company, Par Hopper, the alcohol delivery company Drizzly. Download that app now. Our management company, Red Circle. Thank you for all that you do. All the corporate sponsors, uh, Heard another Verizon and DraftKings ad. That's the coolest shit ever. Uh, As much money as y'all take out of my pocket, give me some back, please. And uh, today, we are going to have a little fun on the show. Uh, You guys, I let pick some of the shows sometimes. And you tagged this girl or tagged me in this girl's post, like, ridiculously for the past two, three weeks now. And uh, I'm very happy to introduce to y'all Miss Sierra Proctor from South Alabama. Uh, how you doing, Alabama girl?
1: Hey, y'all. I'm good. Uh, I woke up out the bed. Just get on here. So,
0: Well, I mean, it's only, you know, 12 o'clock in the afternoon. It's only
1: 12 o'clock. That's You're, it.
0: Don't you got youngins?
1: I'm on fall break. They're on fall break, so that means I am too.
0: What is fall break? We don't get that.
1: It's like, I really think it's just so the teachers can sit at home and watch football. But, uh, no, it's like the break before Thanksgiving.
0: Uh, okay. Yeah, you're you're in Alabama. Nothing that y'all fucking do over there makes sense. So
1: right.
0: I don't like Alabama. I'm not I'm not gonna yeah. I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. I don't have much are for you, Alabama.
1: You hate are you an Alabama hater? That I is?
0: hate the first of all, are you into football whatsoever?
1: I'm so into football and uh, I am hurt. My that's probably why I slept until twelve today, because I have depression over the fact that we lost another football game over a field goal.
0: Hold on. You just made my day. I did not think I was going to get to just talk shit to an Alabama fan <laughs> at all. But I did not realize you was a Bama fan. I hate I your am. kind. I fucking hate I, your kind. But you look like the hot Alabama girls. <laughs> like you do. You look like one of the Bryant sisters.
1: Yeah. What do they say? Uh, the ble- When you move to Alabama, you bleach your hair, start wearing blue contact. Start fucking your cousin? Pants. No. We do that around seven, you know. Once we're like teenagers, we stop doing that.
0: So I don't recommend anybody listening to fuck their cousin at seven. Though. <laughs> nice. uh, that's that's probably bad. I think she fucked up ages there. We do not. That is wrong. That is molestation. <laughs> that is not cool. Uh no. Um, no. I just hate state. I've always had a fun time <laughs> every time we go. I just went on a lake trip with some songwriters to Lake Martin. Uh
1: huh. Okay. It
0: was a fucking blast. I love Lake Martin now.
1: I love Alabama. I moved off for a while um, to another small town in Apachecola Florida, and I just – I had to get home. This you is pick,
0: home. You picked the two worst fucking states to call home. You, the asshole yeah. of the countries. That's, that's, that's what it is.
1: I'm an asshole. What can I say? Hey, I'm, right
0: right, I'm right here with you, darling. I am too. Like, I have to make it clear to everybody. Before they come on the show or where they get around me, like, mm-hmm. I was. I was not meant for soft people. Like I am, no, I, I'm addicted.
1: See, I'm like an asshole. I'm a crying asshole. A crying I, I asshole. Feel, I get my feelings hurt, but then like I'll hurt somebody's feelings too. So, That's, tip for
0: chat. I'm the same way. I'm a very <laughs> sensitive person. I'm I'm very very sensitive. Uh, that is is you can't put me in the wrong environment when I've been drinking. Cause I, I I will get sappy on you in like two seconds. And I I, I really hate that I get I feel that. that. Way. I feel that. It is. It Especially that
1: whiskey.
0: It is. Whiskey will get me. Whiskey gets me in trouble no matter what I do. Like it's either I'm single. So it's either me, I'm the worst person ever at flirting with girls too. Like I I, I like I like to roast you. Like that is my flirting. And See me I'm talk, an
1: accidental flirt.
0: You're an accidental flirt.
1: I just flirt accidentally, and I don't take it seriously, and they do.
0: Yes, I, that's probably a good way I define me too. <laughs> is all of a sudden, next thing you know, boom, you're giggling naked, didn't even know how it's going to happen. It just hasn't happened lately. I ain't gonna lie to you. There is a dry <laughs> spell up here, and I'm in Nashville, and everything is beautiful. Like it's it? God, it's bad.
1: What's the what's what are they saying right now? Uh, leave them Broadway girls alone, or something yeah. like that. Well, see.
0: I, don't, I, li- I live in Georgia. I'm just up here, like, on a work trip. And mm-hmm. uh, that song came out the day before I came up here. And Morgan Wallen, 100% right. You cannot go to Broadway and expect to meet anybody. First off, this is a compliment towards you, what I'm about to say. Everybody looks like you. Oh,
2: well, every, every
0: girl on Broadway is identical. Like, they, 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 there's no, but they're good looking. They're all fucking mm-hmm. and they're all, They're all gorgeous women. But all the same. There's no diversity. They all have stupid ass cowboy hats on that aren't real cowboy hats. And they're wearing wear they're wearing the smallest. Like as a dad, I'm 34. My daughter just turned 10. Mm-hmm. I'm walking up and down Broadway and I'm looking at these girls' outfits and I'm like, I will punch my kid in the fucking face. Like let Gracie Terry come up here. I will punch her in the face. <laughs> Some of these girls I don't need wear their the ass. Cowboy up.
1: Hat. I don't wear the cowboy hat, and I just bought my first pair of those uh bell bottom je- flare jeans, whatever they're
0: called. Oh, yeah, the, they're like. Did you get the Wrangler ones?
1: No, mine are um Can Can. It's a it's a little boutique brand. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I didn't get the Wrangler ones. I wear Levi shorts though. I do wear Levi blue jean shorts religiously.
0: So where you live at and how single are you right now?
1: I live in Slocum, Alabama. And how single am I? I am very single.
0: Okay, well, you wear them fucking Levi britches (laughs) around me, and I'm going to try to do something about that.
1: I will say, if I had my pick of the litter, there is one person, but they ain't ready. So with that being said, I'm very single.
0: Hey, hey, we're going to invite you on some trips In Actually, (laughs) what's cool is uh, you live uh we're going to Dothan. We have uh, yeah. my my buddy has a show there the 29th. He's opening up for uh for Trey Lewis at Cowboys. At and,
1: hey, we're going to be there. Yeah, already. We're,
0: we're the special guest.
1: Uh, our group of friends like we were literally talking about it last night. We were like, so what all are we doing for Halloween? And you know there's Midget Wrestling Thursday at Cowboys. Is there fucking
0: really I'm obsessed <laughs> <There's> with Midget <laughs> Wrestling.
1: We've never seen it, but we're like we're going to this shit like midget wrestling. Are you kidding me? So we're going to be at Cowboys Thursday, Friday, and then my friend Rachel and I, who looks I guess like a Broadway girl because we look very similar, we're uh, going Saturday for the costume contest.
0: Okay, I'm in. I'm fucking. I'm sold on everything <laughs> all week. For uh, for all the listeners that have been keeping up for me for years, for the the from radio to this. Uh, There's a story I'll tell you real quick about midget wrestling that everybody loves. I I have a bucket list. Like uh, I think we all have a bucket list of some of my things on my bucket list are very, very inappropriate. I want to bang a midget. Like, it's just, it's very weird. I don't know why I'm a fucking sicko. I don't know what to tell you. It's just
1: like one of those things.
0: It's just, I don't, I just don't understand why not. Like there's some hot little.
1: No, because there are, there are like, there's somebody like, and really and truly okay if you look at it besides the fact that they're shorter a lot yeah. shorter but like those are some thick little moms. Mar- yeah i like, right? I like the, thick the women yeah. girls are ridiculous yeah
0: there's a like nice, there's,
1: their body shape is really banging
0: some of them have a really I, good head to body ratio I, and I those are cute yeah it's I fucked up it. i really wish it didn't but uh uh, one of the bars that we work with in Macon, Georgia, um, Crazy Bull, they have hosted Midget Wrestling. I got kicked out of Midget Wrestling. Um, oh, because after the show, like, I'm backstage with the owner and and everybody hanging out with the the folks or whatever, and they had the prettiest little midget I ever seen. Ever seen. I was hitting on her, end up sitting Dream on the come couch, true. Trying my damnness to pull it. And uh, I didn't realize that there are certain things that I could say to you that you can't say mm-hmm. to a little person. They don't. They don't like it. So, like when I told this girl, I was like, "You so goddamn cute. I can put you in my back pocket and take you home." That's see, that might have been cute with you or your kind, you know, normies. But for for a little person, they fucking. Ha- she got mad. She got big mad in such a little body. And then uh, her little midget wrestling guy friends got pissed at me, and uh, I'm not a little guy. I mean, I'm not. I'm five ten, like. 230. So I'm not like the smallest guy. And I thought I was going to have to fight like these midgets. <laughs> what are you
2: going to do? <laughs> and I, be was like, just, touch.
0: I was just going to slap the shit out of them. But I'm glad it didn't get to that. I'm glad my bouncer friend that was there took me outside and was like, You got to go home, jackass. But uh no, I said something to him. And I was like, Oh, no, look, this is, you know, I'm being nice. I'm just playing with her. I didn't mean to hurt her feelings. He got mad at me. And I said, Well, I guess the joke went over your head. And when I said the joke went over your head, the whole it was like a fucking gaggle of midget men wrestlers was fixing to beat my ass. I thought they were finna start sitting on each other's shoulders and throwing. Did punches. you say?
1: Did you do that one on purpose,
0: though? Yeah, I was. I'm a dickhead.
1: Yeah, that yeah, one I, was on purpose. Yeah,
0: when I said it must have went over your head. Yeah, no. I, I, I'm kind of a dick. Though. But that I'm not, was that it,
1: asshole intentionally coming out.
0: It was. It didn't start <laughs> off that way, but I felt like it had to go that way. There was nothing there was nothing I could do about it. I mean,
1: it. you were already getting kicked out. You might as well be an asshole now.
0: Yeah. But it's weird. See, like I'm <laughs> entitled. There's certain bars that we work with that I am very entitled at. And yeah. I always make the joke that I can get on stage and piss and I'm not gonna get kicked out of these bars. Because like there's we, a
1: bar that I have like that.
0: Yeah. So I was like, you know what? They're just worst thing they're gonna do is ask me leave. And they did. Ask me to leave. They never brought it back back up again. But uh yeah, no, so I'm I will probably because where we play golf at is there. Y'all can come mm-hmm. be our y'all can come be our cart girls.
1: Well, and I watch Cole. Do what? Yeah. I mean, and dofin.
0: And yeah, because how where do, do y'all you y'all not play, know play, do you know Dustin Heron? He's from your area. He's a Nashville songwriter. Uh anyway, he's he's my real good friend. He's the one that's opening up for Trey Lewis. And we're all like. The songwriters. I don't know if Trey plays golf, but I know some of the guys with him do, and yeah. we're all, we're all playing. Dustin lives in Dothan, right outside of Dothan, okay. in like
1: Rehoboth?
0: The, was there a town over there that starts with like an E.
1: Enterprise.
0: Enterprise. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's what we. So y'all that, play it like Dothan National. Yeah. yeah okay. So, like we play all around there, and uh mm-hmm. that's what I'm going to do. Whatever day that week he goes to Alabama. Uh-huh. We're going to stay at at his house, so okay, like yeah. we're gonna we're gonna be throwing down like all week playing golf. Look, and I can be fun.
1: like your tour guide when you're here. I mean, we know um, Rachel and I and a bunch of our other. I mean, I, I'm name dropping if that's okay. I don't. I, mean, I, don't, I don't care. Don't know. You can. Okay. Yeah, you can drop yeah, everyone. So want to. our our group of friends, like me, Rachel, Smokey, and and Blaine. I mean, Blaine and Smokey, they play golf all the time. Yesterday when we were – con, when I was telling you we were cooking supper, we're cooking supper and these fools are like dove hunting for the third time in a day, like redneck as hell. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we all – that's how we are around here. We walk in somewhere and we're like, we're either going to have a good night or it's going to be one of those nights, guys. Let's stay on our toes tonight and not y- get kicked out.
0: <laughs> y'all would probably have a good time with us then because boy, I saw – we're just such country, boys. I mean, that's – we just yeah, have fun. Yeah,
1: I mean, like Rachel and I, we might be dressed up, you know, head to toe, and then, at by the end of the night at the bar, we're walking around barefooted, like.
0: Yeah, I'm scared to see you two dressed up.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I realized
0: it took me about two seconds after us clicking on the Zoom call to understand why I was following you in the first place.
2: Oh. Okay. I get, I get,
0: I, I get it, I get it, I get it. Uh, but, um, no, that whole weekend we we'll be there, and uh, anybody that is around that area, please come see, uh. Dustin Heron and Trey Lewis at Cowboys, uh, October the 29th. Um, I better get paid for that. I, I better get better get paid for that.
1: Cowboys is awesome. It's it's one of the biggest tonky tonks in Alabama. You can smoke inside, guys. You ain't even how, gotta walk out the door to how, your. Oh cigarettes. God,
0: I'm gonna hate that.
1: <laughs> Me too. My hair comes home smelling like cigarettes, uh, you know. I have extensions. So you can get cigarette smell out of your real hair, but I think my weave still smells like cigarette right
0: now. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, how old are you?
1: I'm 25.
0: Okay, so you're not going to remember this. I wouldn't think you would anyway. We used to yeah. go to the Toad Lick Music Festival that was in both. I
1: remember Toad Lick. Okay. I, I went to Toad Lick a bunch.
0: Yeah, so we was, we was there every year for it, mm-hmm. and uh, it was always fun. I know fun. what
1: story you're about to tell.
0: What story am I about to tell?
1: When Sam Hunt was about to go on and, like, the daggone tornado came through and everybody no. rushed to Cowboys?
0: No, no, no. We didn't. See, you're almost right. You're almost right. Okay. Well, we fucked up and didn't go to Cowboys. We went to this place that I fell in love at called Buck Wild. Did you ever go to Buck Wild Saloon when it was open? And open? Yeah.
1: I reckon not.
0: Y'all have a national fucking treasure. You will have to look him up when I get off of this. And when I say national treasure – probably the worst person ever uh, oh, yes. there's a guy named jeff golden
1: i hey. listen oh my i gotta so Jeff, do you know golden, who he is listen jeff golden used he's, he's an elvis impersonator okay yes. and he used to but before he would only sometimes he used to only do that this is so crazy He used to only do the Elvis thing like on the weekends and for events. And him and his wife, Denise, used to own a place called the Golden Country Cafe or something like that. And they used to let me and my little sister in at like four, seven, six years old because we were so obsessed with him. And our grandmother... Who took care of us? Cause like I grew up like dirt floor poor, so like you know, Granny always helped, you know. Yeah. So she took care of us. So we're in here with like our ninety year old great grandmother in like this bar, and like we're these little kids watching Jeff Golden play Elvira. Like I would oh, go Oh, I'm in love with you already. When he would sing Elvira, like I know he. I don't know if he remembers me, but I know exactly who that is.
0: So we went and did not know who he was, had no idea okay. who he was. And we might have went because Cowboys was packed. Like I don't <laughs> I don't remember why we ended up at this place, but uh, I had some guys with me from Nashville that were incredibly talented. And we're dying at him because he every song was different. He was having costume changes. Between fucking songs, he'd play a Bruno Mars song and then he'd go change his blouse and then play Hank Williams Jr. The next song. It was amazing, but it was so bad that it was good.
1: I guess it was probably comical at this point. This was when he was like, had like the long hair.
0: No, his wore
1: wore the silky blouse buttoned down. Still wearing it. Still
0: wearing it. God, I'm glad that you know. You're the first person I have ever met. That knows who he is, but I had these guys with me, and when you take musicians certain places,
2: mm-hmm. like
0: they'll they'll want to talk to the owner and be like, hey, you know, let me get out and play a song, you know, just right. for the help. There wasn't really a lot of people in there, and uh, right. they we even like offered him to uh for them to come back and play sometime. Jeff Golden bought his own bar. To where he could play and headline every night and nobody else could play. He would not let my friends get on stage. And these are people that you would know. These, these are people that have been on country radio. And they was like, no, I'm good. Wouldn't let them on there. So then we leave and we're fucked up. We're super drunk. And we start looking this guy up on YouTube. <laughs> Do you know that he used to impersonate like Ray Charles and all these other face people, full blackface? Full, oh my God, no. And the videos are still up and running.
1: I did it, not know that. It
0: is the best thing I've ever seen. Him. This is how extreme this guy goes. Ray Charles is blind for all of the younger listeners who don't know who the fuck uh-huh. Ray Charles is. He there's
1: a movie about it. Go watch it.
0: Yeah, Ray's <laughs> one of my favorite movies. Love it. He gets led out by somebody else. He's pretending he's blind. He gets somebody to lead him to the piano, and the whole time he's just sitting there smiling. And playing and acting like Ray Charles. It is. It's amazing. But it's the most racist shit (laughs) I have ever seen. He Well, okay.
1: Listen, is it really racist? Or in this generation, is it taken out of context and called racist?
0: You're in Alabama, so nothing's racist. So, yeah. No, I don't (laughs) think it's racist. I think it's probably good-spirited. But to anybody else looking in at it, it's very fucking racist. And I'm just going to say this. If Jeff Golden is is playing anywhere, the most disturbing thing of all of it, and I'm not trying to like put an image in your head because you seem like a good Christian girl. And I'm sure all your people that are following right now are just good saints, pure as white snow. (laughs)
1: That's it.
0: This guy has a fucking hog leg in his britches or he has, or he's hiding a cucumber. I've never in my life, like the jeans he had on, it looked like he was smuggling squirrels. Like it was all fuck. There was this big thing that was right there. It was disgusting. I'm gonna literally,
1: I'm going to have to find pictures because I'm telling you like, this was like my, everybody else is like watching country music, probably at my age and looking at like Dirk Bentley or Kenny Chesney, as long as he has the hat on or, you know, whoever like that's their country music heartthrob me. I was going to the golden country music cafe and Jeff Golden was my heartthrob at, like, seven years old. I'm not – like, I got dressed up. I wore a church dress and a ribbon in my hair to watch this man perform Elvira, and you ain't nothing but a hound dog. Like, I'm telling you, like
0: – That is wonderful. I'm just, like I'm just throwing this out there. If me and you ever get married, you know who's playing our reception?
1: Jeff Golden. Jeff Golden. <laughs> okay. Best wedding
0: Gun. reception ever.
1: God. I'm telling you – I'm probably the person that could snap his, like, age reality back to him. He doesn't know. I'm telling you, I was a child. Like, I know for a fact I wasn't in second grade.
0: God. <laughs> I, it's, and what's crazy, what's crazy, and I've never seen anybody like this. Not only did he buy his own bar where he could play, Okay, that,
1: that's the kind of bar I went to. I can I can tell you where it was. It was it in a shopping center.
0: It was in a shopping center. This
1: wasn't in a shopping center. This was um okay. Anybody from Dothan that might be listening, it was like where KFC sits now, across from Rule King. When you come to Dothan, you'll know exactly where I'm talking about. Um, it's like you head in the Headland, Alabama. Everybody knows who that is. But it sat right there in the corner. I think it might be like a car lot now, but it used to be his little restaurant bar where he played music like every single night and it was just him and his band.
0: I have to look this up on my phone while we're doing this at the time that we went, he uh-huh. was doing a documentary series about his life. He had a full blown ass book that he was doing. I hope I still follow him. Is
1: he still married to Denise?
0: We about to find, Oh no, that's says- like,
1: like I went to their house. Like she loved me. Denise loved me so much. Like I went to their house. I remember when we went to Kmart and she bought me a Barbie skirt and a shirt outfit to wear to the show that night.
0: Like oh, God damn. Here it is. Oh, he's still going hard. Can you see it?
1: No, not at all. all is right. that
0: big- I'll take I'll I'll text it to you. That that's a picture of him now. He blackens out his hair. I am adding you, Jeff. Uh I'm black- <laughs> He blackens out his hair. Yeah, he blackens out his hair. He blackens out his mustache. Like he does not know, have any idea how face. old he is.
1: He was baby face when I watched him back in the day, and he had like the long, you know, curly hair up under the cowboy hat. Yeah, skin tight jeans.
0: I'm telling you, he has to that thing he's got. Oh, I'm telling you, we for us for the the group of people that I was with. We still talk about it to this day. It has been my daughter. My daughter could not have been but like six years or like four years old, three or four years old. So it's been that long since I've been.
1: Yeah, because let's see, totally.
0: It's the
1: year. If it's the year that the tornado came through, there
0: was two years. There was back-to-back years that tornadoes hit.
1: Okay, so mine—the year I'm talking about was when Sam Hunt was there, and that was in 2015.
0: Yep. That sounds about right. Uh,
1: yeah. So yeah. So my son was not even two yet.
0: Yeah. But it, this is how good he was. We the first year the tornado hit and we had to go mm-hmm. there. The second year we skipped a night at Toad Lick just to go there. Like we we that's how much we had fun talking shit and watching <laughs> this guy because the thing was he wasn't bad. It like him <laughs> actually singing is is actually pretty damn good. But yeah. it's the performance that wraps around. He did more costume changes than some of our friends that had do like two hour shows. And it's just like, what are you doing, my guy?
1: Oh my lord. I just I yeah, I if I went back and saw a Jeff Golden show, it would remind me how old I am
0: now. Oh, you're like, not old. You're a baby.
1: I'm not old, but damn, I watched that man when I was in first grade.
0: Yeah, but that don't matter. You saw him in first grade. I mean, he's he's the old one in that situation. You just grew up.
1: You know, uh totally, what you were talking about, you know, now they the people who've like had Toadlick, you know, they have like their own bar around here now.
0: Aren't they the people who own a battery store or something there?
1: Um, I don't know about that. They um they own or like somebody affiliated with it. They have uh Bama Slam. Okay. And it's like a big mud riding track, bar, campsite. I mean, it's like – it's a good time.
0: i have to check that out. I'm going to spend uh, a lot of my time in Alabama coming mm-hmm. up because uh, my buddy – Why? Dustin... You
1: hate it here. Why do you want to come here?
0: Well, y'all got a couple things I really like. You got the but Robert – Trent. It. I know. You got the Robert <laughs> Trent Golf Trail, though, that I plan yeah. on playing the majority of those courses. Uh, my buddy Dustin, his, uh, his family – is uh his mm-hmm. aunt and them are sitting pretty so every house that we go stay at is a very nice place to stay between lake martin and dothan and everything so uh do you make
1: your beds after you wake up
0: uh in somebody else's house i'd pick up ridiculously after i stayed at night somewhere like and but i after, even
1: when you wake up in the morning do you make your bed yes you're right
0: like every day now
1: yeah
0: absolutely not i'd be lying to you if i said i did
1: oh god i can't no you'll
0: I'm sorry I could have said deal breaker when you said you were a Bama fan but you know so you gotta let something slide for the record you know the oldest joke I've had when it's come to that I have not met a woman that was bad enough to make me say roll tide I haven't I I haven't but you know that's
1: I've not met a guy that I haven't made say roll tide
0: bear Bryant ain't that bad I guess (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey uh, he's a goat that's for sure god
0: you can't you can't get bad and then y'all got the fucking devil there now i hate nick saban
1: i love nick saban nick saban oh we he's can the, get on it now
0: nick saban, nick saban is a is great a fucking coach. yeah he's he a great a fuck. Coach everybody hates him including me because he's so goddamn good at what he does that's, he the, is that's, a the, coach. that's the only thing and
1: but. i think my thing with nick saban is this is what i say nick saban takes you can see Nick, Nick Saban an uncoachable kid, and they're going to come out. there coachable, and I think that's what makes a good ball team is a good coach and coachable kids.
0: That might have been the most attractive thing you said. Like I get, I don't understand how you're single. There's some crazy there, isn't there?
1: It, it, no, I mean I'm batshit. Like you know, oh, I'm off the ceiling. It's but it, it's the uh, you know people don't want to date single moms.
0: I don't understand that.
1: They don't. People don't want to date single mamas.
0: Well, see, I'm a single dad. It makes more sense for me because, first uh-huh. off, the only women that like me, there's two types of women that like me. Okay, go. They're 21 years old, and they see somebody that's 34 that's got some shit going on in their life and around people and music and and going on trips and stuff all the time, and they think I've got money. They don't realize that the people that 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 own parts of the show pay for this shit. Like, mm-hmm. This is, this is my job. This is the only job that I have. So yeah. like my life is a little bit different. So they're like, Oh, he's, he's this and that. And I'm really not. And, yeah. or it's the 40 year olds, the 40 year olds that have already been divorced and they just want to have a good time. And I don't want to just have a good time no more. Like I'm, I'm over that point.
1: Well, see, and that I, I'll tell you, this is literally what I was telling Rachel, the girl I was talking about I was telling her last night. And, uh, I was like, you know, I was like, this is my thing. I I generally gravitate towards dating people that don't have kids, not because of any other reason except for if I want to sit home on a Friday, Monday through Thursday, cook you dinner, clean up behind you, make sure them kids are in bed on time, lay your clothes out before you shower. That's what I'm going to do. But when I don't – if my kids are at grandma's and granddaddy's and I want to go wild the hell out on Friday and Saturday, that's also what I'm going to do because I'm wild at heart. That's yeah. the best way I know how to describe it is I am a good girl, I'm a sweetheart, but I'm wild at heart. And I can't be with somebody who's not wild at heart.
0: Well, you can't be. I'm, I'm the same way. It just – it's it's hard. It's hard to, to describe. And the reason why I lean towards moms is because mm-hmm. – You understand me as far as being a parent. I understand you as being a parent. Our kids always come first. No matter Mm -hmm. no matter I might be blowing off a free Co. Wetzel concert and hanging out with his band on Thursday night this week because my daughter has a softball game. And that
1: sometimes just happens.
0: Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing, like kids come first. And I feel like I get I I would get your situations you get mine I just think it's easy I've got buddies that won't date single moms and yeah they're stupid
1: yeah no and that's the thing too is because all the like most guys say they want a good girl and most single mamas I mean I, I vouch when I say now me did I choose, I am choosing to be single. Like I am choosing to be a single mama because I refuse to settle, but nobody just thinks, Oh, I'm about to go have a bunch of youngins and wind up by myself. You yeah. Know? Like,
0: yeah, but you're a baby. You, you, you got, you yeah. got too much living to do. I don't I think, had
1: babies. I had babies when I was a baby.
0: Yeah. You got too much life left to live. Like, there's right. certain things you have to experience. I, did not have a lot I was a fuck up from the age of 18 to like 21 been in mm-hmm. been in detention center for for 60 days one time 90 days another time uh, made a lot of mistakes got a DUI and my daughter was born at 24. my daughter completely changed my life made me want to be a good person but uh my daughter made me grow the fuck up and mm-hmm. uh, which which I needed to anyway but I missed out on so much because I tried to do what I needed to do and be with her mother um, and us have a nice, happy family for my daughter to be raised in and all this kind of stuff. And it wasn't fair to me or her mother to be in that situation and us, it'd be yeah. forced. Like it was, it wasn't the right situation. So now the past couple years, when I've got to start doing some amazing shit and meeting people and going places that a lot of people don't get to go, I I have to do it. Like, I feel like I owe it to myself for being the person that I was when my daughter was younger and doing the things that I needed to do. So you you should, you should get to live. No,
1: no. And and that's 100% completely. Um, I dated my son's dad all the way through high school. Um, We got pregnant and, and I'll be honest, his mama looked me dead in the face and said, if you keep this baby, he's going to be digging ditches and you're going to be flipping burgers for the rest of your life. And I will say almost eight years later, the only burgers I've ever flipped is in the backyard on my grill. I ain't ever flipped a burger, FYI. But, uh, yeah, so and then, you know, we, we did the small town thing, hurried up and got engaged. We were going to get married and he got a job with the union. You know, we were doing all the things you're supposed to do. And then I just looked at him one day, he looked at me and I was like, I'm not happy. I was like, there's more for me out there. You can stay here, but if I'm going to be happy, I can't stay here.
0: Same thing happened with me and Gracie's mother. Same thing. And
1: and I left and I broke his heart. I did because he loved me. He did. He loved me to pieces. You know, I was the mother of his child, hung and set the moon at that time. But then, you know, sometimes I feel like I get a bite in the butt because it wouldn't Five months later he started dating this girl and they're still together right now you know they got the house they both got the good jobs you know everything they don't have their own kids and you know I've been single pretty much since then except for my engagement that just ended um so you know I'm like damn I mean I'm not gonna lie when when it comes to the home life and having somebody which there are times where I've had a great time and I've lived and I've done things but At the end of the night, sometimes I'm like, damn, it's Sierra. you left to be by yourself.
0: Uh, You couldn't have said it no damn better. Those are some true ass words there. But there's like some people like me, uh, it's been kind of weird. We've talked about this so much on the show lately. But I just do not believe that some people were made to work a nine to five. I don't feel like there's so many people that work their life away. They make a living. And they forget how to live like they they forget what life is about. And 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 that's where I am. That's where I am. I just. Go ahead. No, being up here or uh, I should have let you go first. Ladies, go first. Uh, (laughs) Being up here and you get to see people. I had two people that was uh, if folks want to hear some amazing songwriters uh, listen to the show. That's right before this one. It's called uh, The Dark and Beautiful Side of Songwriting. Had two people in here last night. And both of them have busted their ass for forever in music, uh, like 10 mm-hmm. years. And when you hear them, they're fucking beautiful, like beautiful. And there's something to me. I have a, I have pretty much what you call like a poet soul or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like I, I see certain things in life and I just think, God damn, that's beautiful. Like That is, that is beautiful. And I think with people that are chasing their dreams, that say, fuck everybody else. Their friends might not understand it. Their family might not understand it, but they're making their own life and they're living their own way, regardless of what happens, good or bad. There's something beautiful about that. Like you, you, uh, you're taking control of your life. It's your own life. Nobody can take that from you. And sometimes we get sidetracked and we let other people tell us what to do and how to live. Yeah, and completely.
1: Completely. And that's where, that's, you know, that's where I'm at with everything. So me and my mom, I had a conversation the other night and, you know, I'm sure some, a lot of girls or even some people, but I know a lot of girls will relate to this. So before I got pregnant at a young age, I knew exactly what I wanted to do. And there's no doubt in my mind that I would have done it. And it was one of those things that once I had kids that dream simply was not accomplishable anymore cuz it's something you can't do with kids you know yeah. and um so then once i had kids i dove headfirst into being the best mom i could be and i am a damn good mama but now at 25 i'm a good mama and i'm a good person but I live to be mama. I don't have anything for myself. I'm rediscovering myself at 25 because now I've accomplished being a good mama and I'm a good person, but what else is where I'm at? I don't want to, I don't want to be a nurse. I I don't want to be a teacher. None of that makes my heart beat a little faster. Now when my kid walked in with a honor roll that made my heart beat a little faster, but nothing else just, Gives me chill bumps anymore besides being a mama and I've been that and it's time for Sierra to find something that makes Sierra's heartbeat faster you know
0: I'm in love with you (laughs) just just your mentality no that that's that is something that I talk about all the time is there's more there's more like I did what I had to do for the longest time now I'm doing what I want to do and you know From me working in radio to this to before there was a TikTok or anything else, like I was (laughs) on social media as the bearded bastard and that exploded and that led to a whole different career path for me. And it was a complete mistake how that ever happened. I went through a very, very bad uh, separation. Uh, Somebody was living with me. I thought I was going to get married and all this kind of stuff um, after Gracie's mother. And uh, it ruined me. I was like 330 pounds. I was miserable. I had to have a whole life change. So I started exercising. I started losing weight. I started just letting if I my aggression or my sadness out on social media where I'd never done it before. I talked about my suicide attempts, my battles with depression, like all this stuff. And when I did a weight slowly started coming off of me and it made me who I am today. And, and you know, Anybody that has stories like you have, your story deserves to be heard. Everybody's story deserves to be heard, but for some people they they don't have a platform. They're they're too quiet. They're too scared to share their story. So when you share yours, it's almost like them sharing theirs. Or when I exactly. share, yeah, it, it, it makes a connection with people.
1: No, it does, and that's what. So that's how um, the TikTok thing. You know, obviously, you know that's what what I'm known by. And that's how the TikTok thing came about was I was, you know, just I was like, damn it, man. Like, like, what is it? And I even cried, y'all cried, asked my friends, like, y'all, if there's something about me that drives people away, that makes me, you know, Good enough to talk to or good enough to sleep with or whatever, but not good enough to be the girlfriend. Like, y'all tell me, give me a wake up call. Damn. And then I started venting that on TikTok and I started taking TikTok, you know, through every date that I went to alone, another Christmas that I went to alone. I started doing check ins and like telling them how things were, you know. And then, uh, and people really started like connecting to that and they started following and they were like investing their time into checking on me and how I was doing. And I was rough. I was rough for a while. And then I got engaged. And it, you know, it was like the rise and fall was just like that. Like, you know, I was engaged and I was happy. And we went live and announced a wedding day. And then within the next week, I was beating on his baby mama's front door with him inside. Oof. And, you know, I'm standing at the stove cooking his dinner, look on location, and he's at this weird apartment complex 40 minutes away.
0: Damn. You know?
1: And I'm, I'm beating on the door, and, of course, he goes out the back door, and he's like, I'm packing my shit and leaving because you're crazy. And I said, okay. And, I mean, I ain't going to lie, I laid his stuff on the bed, and I cried for a minute, and I said, why? I said, Why did you do this? Why didn't you just leave me alone? And he said, Give me my shit. I'm leaving. I don't love you. I don't want to be with you. And when he said that, I stood up off that bed, handed him his clothes, and let him go. 40 minutes later, he called me back Can I come home? Yep, sure. But I never got over that guilt feeling. And then, sure enough, my gut was always right. He came home. Two Fridays ago now, his stuff was on the porch. I said, "I cannot walk around feeling like I got a tight chest, like I'm nauseous." I said, "My peace is more important than a ring on my finger will ever be."
0: Yeah, and I, I'll promise you this because this is like I've never been married or anything. Like that. I I believe that like me either. I believe I'll do it one time, and if it if it fails that one time, I'll never do it again. I'll just I'll just do whatever fuck I want to, but I, I still believe in like. There are special si- – I'm a hopeless romantic as fuck. I believe that there are still special situations out there for people that mm-hmm. you just have to cross paths. If you don't cross paths, you'll never fucking know. But I don't think – you should not have to give up your peace or anything. Yeah,
1: right. Yeah. And there's,
0: there's never been anybody – there's never been anybody that has stood up on the altar at their wedding day and they're truly happy that's ever thought about the mistakes that they've made with other people. The, the what ifs eventually go out the window when it comes to relationships. Uh, I don't, I never seek a relationship. This I'm, I'm a very, very weird person when it comes to dating. I don't seek them out. What I always mm-hmm. tell anybody if they're interested or they want to hang out or whatever is I have no expectations. If we right. get around each other and there's chemistry, there's chemistry. If, if there's not, there's not. And we can be friends. Because uh well, one thing that I have just the older I've got, the more I've understood it. You can have sex with somebody or you can be intimate with somebody. I'm past the just fucking part. I yeah. want to be intimate with somebody. Like I, no, want, I
1: agree. Totally. I want
0: that connect. Uh, like if you don't have passion between two people, it is pointless. Right. I I'm I've luckily had a, a decent love life uh, not being the ugliest pig at the fair um, and everything to where I don't even seek that out anymore. Like I don't yeah. seek out just to get laid or anything. It's
1: no, if I, I don't have a connection, life. I don't want it. No, exactly. And that's, that's what I was telling my friend. I, I, I'm Lord, Rachel, I'm putting you on the spot, but Rachel last night was telling me because I, I've been going through it y'all. I mean, damn, I, I had an engagement in two weeks ago, and then hell, I ain't gonna lie to y'all. I was kind of talking to somebody a couple days ago, and then you know she's like, "Well, she's like, just get, she's like, just hook, swipe on Tinder, hook up with my." And I and my thing is, I was like, if I don't like you beforehand, like if I don't like your personality, if you don't intrigue me mentally. I can't even get there to do that. Like, oh. I have to, like, I've got to be able to ride in a truck with you and you not never touch me and be like, damn. To even, you know, like that, that mental chemistry yeah. connection of just being in your presence has got to like turn me on before. Sex can even happen. Oh, you're mentally, You have to, right, mentally, you have to mentally turn right. me on. You're
0: one. You're not. Uh, what What did you say? You're 24. Mm. You're not 24. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, yeah, you're not. You're not that old. Uh, <laughs> you got to You've got an old soul, on because that's how it's supposed to be. <laughs> that That yeah. is that is literally how it's supposed to be. I have. Uh, I've gone out. But that's dates. not
1: how it is, though. You know. But it is. That's it's, how it's but, supposed to be. But a lot of times, that's not how it is.
0: Well, just remember this. Everyone is wrong for you, besides for the one person that's right for you. So, every one of them is going to be a mistake. Uh, yeah. Do you know the story behind uh, Formula 409, like the spray bottle, the cleaning bottle?
1: No.
0: Do you know what it is?
1: The, like 409, like spray? Yeah, yeah.
0: You, yeah. yeah. Do you know why it's called 409? <laughs> no. Because they got the, the, the mixture wrong 408 times. So on the 409 time, they got it the way they wanted it, and they named it 409. That's the same thing with our lives, and especially like our love lives. Like yeah. you're you're not supposed to, you're not supposed to want to marry everybody you meet. You're not supposed to fall yeah. in love with everybody you meet. It drives me nuts when I see girls on or guys too on social media. And they're in love with somebody in September. They break up before the end of September. At the end of October, they're in love with somebody else. That's not the way it fucking goes.
1: I've never been in love with anybody. I've, I've had two kids, and I've been in two serious relationships besides them. And I can wholeheartedly say, I know for a fact I've never been in love with anybody. except my. Now, you know that, and the way I know I haven't, is you know when you hold your baby for the first time and you just feel like, you want to squeeze them so freaking tight, but there's no – you can't possibly squeeze them as tight as you want to. I've never had that overwhelming feeling with another person other than my kids.
0: You probably won't ever have that feeling.
1: But I've never been in love. I know I haven't.
0: I mean, there's this – it's out there. I mean, the thing is, I'll I'll go and tell you what probably hurts you the most, and you're going to think I'm crazy for this. (laughs) What hurts you the most is that you are as attractive as you are. That, you think? Oh, that's what hurts you the most. Because you're going to get guys that are shallow as fuck that reach out to you to start off with. And I would imagine I can almost to a T think of the guys that would reach out to you. Now, I'm not saying, not, I'm not saying that all that.
1: You know, that's the thing too. I swear. I don't have dudes in the DMs.
0: Really, like it's,
1: it's like the creepy olders. Like, I, well,
0: they're probably but, scared. You you could probably intimidate yeah, some guys.
1: I don't have. And they're not messaging like, you. The um, I've had one guy in in the DM, two two guys in the DM over the past two years. That's it. Just two. really, and and one of them, I talked to and and I, I I liked him a lot. And you know, like I said, if I had my pick of the litter. You know, that's who it'd be, but it just um sometimes, you know, you give it a shot and it just don't pan D- out.
0: D- are you one of these people that wants the relationship real bad? Like you want the you want the marriage?
1: I don't want the marriage, but I've made a lot of memories by myself and I'm at a point where instead of telling you about this thing, this cool thing that I did them. this one time. Like, I want you to be
0: there. Yeah, yeah, I'm the same fucking way right now. Literally, this whole fucking past week in Nashville, like, I've had fun. I've got to do some really, really cool shit Some I can talk about some I can't. And yeah. it's just like, it's like, damn, you know, a couple of years ago, this was cool as fuck doing it by myself. Yeah. But it's not that cool anymore doing it by right. myself. And it's
1: not, and not only that, like, you know, I I mean, a lot of people, that's another thing too, Josh, is a lot of people like perceive me like just off social media and face value, like verbatim people think like they think like I'm a skanky little hoe and that I'm, that my TikToks are embarrassing and, you know, things like this. And once you get to know me, you know, like judging a book by its cover, once you read these pages that are in here, I'm a sweetheart, you know, like I really am. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I can tear it up on a Saturday night on the dance floor. I'm talking about won't be able to drag me off of there. Booty shaking, twerking, all of it on a Saturday <laughs> night. But then come Sunday, you know, let's go get in the buggy and go check them beer cameras. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's yeah. the way I am. And that's what I want, ultimately. I don't want I, – I can't be with somebody that waters me down, but – you got to be able to put me in my place. Oh, whatever yeah. yeah. That, oh, I know. Whatever I know. that ratio <laughs> means to you, that, that's what I got to have.
0: You realize how many women say that they want somebody to put them in their place until somebody puts them in their place. And but you can't
1: water the, me down.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no. Well, you're not supposed to, like, how do I put this? Women like you, men like me, you can't water us down because the second you water us down, our appeal is gone. Our appeal is over. Uh, There's so many people out there that have tried to... Women have tried to change me so much since I I started in radio and everything else. And they just don't understand. If you fail for me because of who I am now, Mm -hmm. if you try to take some of that edge away from me, you're not going to like me anymore.
1: And that's where I'm at, too, is if you try to change me, who I am now, what you've got... First of all, if you try to change me, you ain't listen to a word I ever told you. Yeah. Because I've went through so much to change and get to the person that I am now that if you changed me, you'd be putting me back into a place that i pushed so hard to overcome.
0: You completely understand it. No, that, you, you completely get it. That's exactly how it's supposed to be. Um, take it from somebody that's been doing this. Like when I started off with Bearded Bastard, besides for me just doing the stuff about my weight loss and the depression mm-hmm. and all this stuff, I started doing like these things, which everybody was doing them at the time. It helped everybody's accounts blow up. But like we would do like titty Tuesday and we do like hump day and we'd have like women. Cause we had, I had a so, hundred thousand something followers on TikTok or whatever, to, I don't know tock, but on a uh, Snapchat to where people would send in pictures. We would post them with our logo covering their private areas and like, it gave me a very bad reputation, but they didn't understand it was a means to an end. Sex yeah. is the best-selling tool in the fucking world. They're, they've been doing it for... since. If if it's good enough for Hardy's and other big companies to do, then it's good enough yeah. for Josh Terry to do. And people just didn't understand that I was smart enough to know that I was capitalizing on, no offense to any of the men listening to this, how stupid fucking men are. Like, no, 100%. I was capitalizing off of it. Now, like, I don't condone and I don't support, like, the OnlyFans stuff. I don't care. I've got some mm-hmm. really good friends that does it. Kylie Strickland and me, we're not as close as we used to be or talk that much anymore. But I'm proud of her because she's fucking made a killing off of it. My she buddy, uh, bank. My buddy over in Alabama, and she does what she's supposed to with her money. My buddy over in Alabama, I don't know if you know Paige. Uh, Paige is – her name's Paige Bauer. Paige has made like two million dollars almost. since the beginning of uh, that, and she has bought her her dream piece of property. She's building her dream home. This girl is going to be in her mid twenties and have a house and everything paid for.
1: See, and I have it. I have. I have. I. You know, we told before that I. Ha- I have one now. Mine's not doing that great, but I will say this. I had y'all, I had horrible credit, like horrible credit, because like I said, mom's not, you know, I turned 18 before I was out the house. Mom started getting yeah. credit my name, whatever. And I had horrible credit, y'all. And I haven't made near the numbers that they have, but I made substantially well considering that I have a following. And you know, it's it's so crazy to think about okay, like who's your fantasy? Who's who's your celebrity crush?
0: Oh God. Oh fuck. I don't. I don't know. Probably Miranda Lambert, to be honest with you. As much okay. shit as I give her, probably Miranda uh, well, Lambert.
1: Miranda Lambert. It, this. This is the perspective you got to put it in. If she had an OnlyFans, I don't know if you subscribe or not. But to, I some, to some, people that follow me on TikTok,
0: yeah.
1: I'm their crush. Like okay. you know, like Th-
0: this is this is my point that I make with every girl who has okay. one that asks me that question is. I respect what you do, but for the mm-hmm. the same reason I don't go to strip clubs, but I like strippers. Like right. I've I've dated a stripper before, uh-huh. and, and I I'm not gonna pay for something that I can't. If I think that highly of you,
2: uh-huh. and I'm
0: that attracted to you, the last thing I want to have to do is pay for a nude. I right. don't want I don't want to. It kind of takes it away from me. But also, yeah, uh, and I don't mean this in any type of way towards you. So don't take this the wrong way, but I'm confident enough in myself that if I was to get around you and we hit it off or whatever, uh-huh. I wouldn't have to pay for the nude. I'd get to yes. see the real thing. And and that's how I view it. Like if I'm that yeah. passionate and there's about people somebody. That have
1: saw, and of course, obviously I'm going to got two damn kids. There's people yeah. that have saw the real thing, but exactly. to some people, but to some people, you know what I'm saying? Like the reason I'd, what I'm saying is, I don't tell when girls ask me about OnlyFans and yeah. this, that, and the other. My biggest advice, and I say I'm not trying to be cocky, I'm not trying to be an asshole. But if you've got 200, if you've got 200 followers, and you go making OnlyFans, I can't promise you no. that you're going to make that good of money. The reason I do make the money that I do, and, and Kylie, for instance, and you know, um, is because, and she's even said this, it's because of the following. It's because to some people we are literally their fantasy, we yeah, you're, as individuals. Yeah,
0: you're the, you're you the everything, and I get it. Yeah, I get the appeal of why people do it. If there's never mm-hmm. ever a chance in hell that that they could touch you or anything, but it's I not get,
1: for everybody. Though. Yeah,
0: I get why. But also, too, I've said it several times on the show, and you just you made a hell of a point right there. If you have the ability to make life changing money, do it. Mm-hmm. Do it. That's it.
1: Stupid money.
0: Stupid money. That's what
1: I call it. If you money. if
0: you have the ability to do that, I'm fine with you doing it. I I, I feel bad for the women that do it that do not have a following that, that end up putting their fucking butthole on the internet forever and they don't make any money off of it like yeah. that. No, that I is feel where bad for that too. Yeah, I, I don't like that aspect of it, but because
1: I will say. You know, and this is like to the women listening and stuff. Like, I'll be honest, there there are downsides of it. Have I made money? Have I made more money than I did at jobs? But also, you know, me now single, I'm like, damn, I kind of need something, you know, a couple of days a week. It has hurt me as far as like community looks, you know, because I do have kids and like it, leave it or love it. When you live in a small town, they don't approve of that shit. No, they
0: don't, you know,
1: and that's where I live. And you know, jobs, it has hurt too you know jobs it's hurt me there too so it's not you do make money but once you take that step you better leap because you have to you're going to have to depend on it because it, it can hurt you too
0: yeah well there's no coming back from it i mean that that's and the i thing. feel like
1: a lot of people glamorize it and it's not it's not all you know everything that glitters ain't gold
0: well every girl that i've had on my show that's had a bigger account they all mm-hmm. say the same thing i mean it's is if the following is the, the main thing, but it's once you do it, you've got to be in it. Like you, that has mm-hmm. to be, but they're always cool about telling girls that if you don't have the bigger accounts or whatever, don't, don't do it. It's not worth it. Yeah,
1: it's not it. worth I, it. It's
0: really not. I, there's some girls that where I live and one of them in particular, I'm not going to call her name out. Uh, she's bad. Now this, this girl is grown, but she's not very likable. She's kind of a bitch. Not kind of. She's a bitch, and she posts the dumbest shit on social media. She's in and out of love every two weeks, and it's all type of bullshit. But she's got one, and yeah. no, nobody like she's not making any money off of it. And her baby daddy is ruthless. Like her, her baby daddy's a good dude. Like he's, yeah. he, he's a good dude. I. It's not many times I stand up for baby daddies.
2: Right. Like, I, I don't.
0: <laughs> But this one's a good one. And he kills her. Like he, he kills her with it because this girl, but there's also something else with a lot of it. And I don't think you're this way. I don't think Kylie or Paige or anybody I've had on the show is this way. I feel bad for the girls that are not as intelligent as y'all because even if it stopped for y'all, it might be hard to find a job and actually work, but you can. So yeah. There's some of these girls and you, you probably know uh, just the type of girl I'm talking about the ones that they've got nothing going for them. They've got right. nothing going for them. They're, they can't count the fucking four and they can't spell their name half the time. And they're like, right. Oh, I've got away with my looks my entire life. And I have a shitty personality, but now I'm just stuck. Like, and the, yeah. That, and and it's not,
1: no. And, and it's not, like I said, it's not as the, the money is good if you got the platform yeah. but it it it's not to be glamorized like because there there is a downside of it that's just bottom line there's a downside of it well, just then, like there's anything
0: oh yeah yeah i mean that's what i was getting to when when i started off by saying that i used to do the ass and tits thing on uh, my snapchat and it it hurt it hurt me with women for the longest time now if you sit down with me and i get to explain to you why i did it
2: Mm -hmm.
0: then it makes more sense. It was a means to an end. It was, look, I'll tell you, if there was a way for me to drop a dick pic and get (laughs) $100,000 in a month, I I can't steal because I do some political stuff. And like, there's a woman who's running for governor in Georgia. I like go and speak with her. I help her campaign. I have other things I I do that I cannot associate that with my brand. Now, there's been a couple of times it's like, God damn. I really want this house that I want.
1: I worked with some very, my my previous job, I'm not going to name drop the name of my business, but my previous job was a very established, been there for years company. Okay. And I was the only girl that worked there and I worked with all guys and every one of them, every day that I didn't have an OnlyFans, you're a stupid motherfucker. You are sitting on a gold mine. Like, I, I promise you right now, if I had a Hoo-ha, I'd be making me hundred thousand dollars yeah. a year, you know, like, like just literally the guys at my job were the only reason I ever made it. I walked in one day after I'd been off for the weekend, I walked in, I laid my phone down. I said, y'all look. And they said, oh shit. You know, like she did it yeah. or whatever. And I literally like the first day I had it, I think I made like six grand. Yeah. Like the first day I had it. And you know, they're like, We told you, we told you. And they're like, Oh, we might as well start looking for a new secretary. She's gonna which um, you know, other reasons, but that too, you know, they were cool with it, but they all had significant others at home.
0: Yeah. The significant who were others were never about cool it, with it.
1: Who were hearing about it in a small town. So um ultimately I did resign from that job. And I mean, that's it's been keeping the bills paid, but kind of just floating right now you know
0: yeah well I mean you have to be looking for the next thing
1: mm-hmm. that,
0: that's what I've tried to tell everybody that I've come in contact like I'm the grandpa of all this shit now like of, yeah. of, of, like social media from I have not had a real job since I was 28 years old I, I made my money off of snapchat and everything doing events and all that stuff then went to radio now this so I've literally been my own business for, for six years now.
2: Right. And
0: I already know what's coming next for people. Like mm-hmm. I, I have tried to, I've tried to help people get started as far as branding goes right. and building something up because you don't realize what you've got yet. Like right. I, I had the conversation with the folks that was in here last night. I consider people like you, as long as your following keeps growing, you're mm-hmm. going to be a fucking kingmaker. You don't know that you're a kingmaker yet. But <laughs> Okay, well, I'll, I'll explain I'll explain to you what it is. All right, I'm around marketing agencies and all the type of stuff like this, right? Like when people mm-hmm. reach out for me for these bigger companies to do advertise on my show, certain questions and stuff they ask and, and everything like this. Well, Nashville music other companies like as far as I don't know. I'm trying to think of, let's just say Ford. Ford's a good example. They used to have to pay these actors and actresses $100,000 to do a commercial, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Because of the landscape that is changing as far as advertising and marketing goes, they're going to start reaching out to people like you. So, like, Mm -hmm. when my buddies have a new song coming out, everybody that we've done the show with up to that point, I will reach out to them. And I'll be like, hey, why don't you make a video with this song in the background? Do whatever the fuck you want to, but make a video with this song in the background. I'll I'll slide you some free concert tickets. I'll give you $100, send you some shirts or something like that. Because you have the ability to influence other people into listening to that song. How many times have you been just like scrolling through TikTok? And you'd watch a video, you'd hear the song in the background, not knowing what the fucking song was about. And the video really wasn't even about the song. They were just using it. And next mm-hmm. thing you know, you're on iTunes downloading Looking the Looking up song. the damn
1: song. Yeah. yeah
0: it, it's a marketing tool. <laughs> on,
1: on the Google si- search bar, typing in every word you heard. I do it <laughs> all the
0: time. I do it all the time. But that's what you have the ability to do. And y'all just don't know it yet. People just don't know it because you've never had to be around that type of stuff. That's I was, exactly ta- right, yeah. I was, I was telling you yesterday, you're, you're an extreme, you, you sound smart. You don't sound like a dumbass. You're, you're <laughs> extremely attractive. You've got your shit together. There will be people that reach out to you to do stuff.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean the right, the reason I even got to meet, Kylie when we when Uh we first met each other was because she had a a big following already and Trey Lewis reached out to her to be down in the dick down in Dallas video Uh,
1: the video yeah I saw that
0: yeah so that was kind of how all of us got hooked up together and that's what a lot of artists are about to start doing I know because I I see it
1: and like the uh the guy I don't I don't know if he's associated with y'all but um you know the fancy like song or whatever that's real popular. You know, the oh, Applebee's. Yeah, yeah, I hate that you know? fucking
0: song. But, but he the, has, the,
1: the dance it is, was marketed is the video now yeah. on Applebee's. Yep, it's like the Applebee's commercial now. Yep,
0: and see that's the thing. What people don't realize is when you have a video that when you make content that mm-hmm. is your property, right? That is your property. Every Everyone in those Applebee's videos, are in that Applebee's video. They got paid for that. Now it might not have been a lot. It might've been, it it was something, but this is the next form of marketing to advertise a song. 10 years ago, probably cost for one song, a hundred thousand dollars, at least for a big company, like big machine or somebody to Mm -hmm. hit up all the radio stations, ask them to please play it or play a music consulting firm to put it on their top list or whatever. It ain't Mm -hmm. like that no more. People don't realize what they've got now. And that's why. It's almost
1: free advertisement.
0: (laughs) Well, it it, it shouldn't be free for you when you know what you're doing. You should be the one making the money. But it is where somebody giving you $1,000 compared to somebody having to pay $100,000 and you get the same result.
1: Right. That
0: is why y'all are going to be kingmakers.
1: Right. I mean, that's what I was saying. That's all, you know, telling you last night, like, I, I'm i at a point 100% where this TikTok shit and all that, I've either got to make something out of it, or like I said, I got to lay low for a couple of years because people, like, jobs, small towns especially, they don't, they disapprove of it. They look down on it, you know, like, I hate to say normal, but, like, closed-minded people. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of the communities that I feel like a lot of us, I, I don't feel like any of us are, like, big city slickers, you know, like... I feel like most of us come from like small towns and we've just got these big voices out of small towns.
0: Yeah. I see I'm this the same way with me and my show and everything. I've always been in a small town. Biggest town I lived in throughout all of this was Macon, Georgia. And Macon's right. f- fucking not little town. Big. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it's it, it's not that it is small minded. You got to understand that, that these women that are getting y'all in trouble, calling you work or whatever it is. Most of them are jealous. They're not just mad that their husband or their significant others looking at it, but I've had to tell every, every one of the girls that's been on this show that talks about their accounts getting banned or whatever reported all, all the time, time, it is not a hater of your content. What it is, is there's moms out there or just whoever. They might not be moms. There's women out there that are watching your content. And they are pissed the fuck off that they have to get up at seven o'clock in the morning, go to a job they hate making minimum wage and them not get to spend time with their youngins, them not get to buy and go to the places that they want to go. That is a people that report shot. There's no doubt in yeah, my mind. I get
1: banned all the time. I cannot make I cannot profit from TikTok right now until January 29th, 2022, because. My TikTok was reported so many times.
0: Yeah, and but that's what it is. It's people that are it's people that are envious and jealous of you. They don't think you deserve it. We we had the I've I've been having the conversation since I was here because I'm I'm counseling some artists on doing some things Mm -hmm. with them on social media, and the thing is, is what a lot of people, especially up here, there's folks that have busted their ass for ten years. Trey Lewis. An mm-hmm. amazing fucking songwriter. He has got some uh, some amazing music. The show that me and him did together, if y'all want to go back and listen to it, it's a really good one. Um, I saw Trey like two or three years ago up here at a writer's round, and I was blown yeah. away. And I was like, how the fuck don't people know who this guy is? It, yeah. took, it took a gimmick song for him yeah. to blow up, and it's not fair. So there's people that are blowing up on this app. I'm not saying they don't deserve it, but people in the industry are going to hate them because they didn't pay their dues.
1: I blew up by accident, hundred yeah. percent. Like I said, I was, um, I was, I'm, you know, I'm a retired washed up cheerleader, and I was like, I can do these fucking dances. So I was posting all these dancing videos. Nothing happening. Well, I posted a video one day saying, "What the hell's a bitch got to do to go buy, You know, like just yeah. ranting and cussing and fussing. Woke up to sixty thousand followers, and then it's just like every time I posted a video opening my mouth like just telling how I I'm very unfiltered like there's no it's it's domed amount there's no like filter in there and it's just like every time I open my mouth saying something or speaking about something you know they I mean it would blow up and it was relatable and my most my two most popular comments one is you're like the redneck ghetto Carrie Underwood. That's the first most popular comment. Go through all my comments. That's what I get. Um, the second one is, um, oh my gosh, we're just like, we should be best friends. Yeah. So it's like the girl, I'm reaching other girls who think the same things I'm thinking. They're just not saying it.
0: Yeah. Well, so many people are scared to say the shit that you say or I say. <laughs>
1: they're,
0: they're scared too because they, they don't. They don't want the backlash or whatever from it. Right. People want to do, we were talking about like the, doing the dances and stuff. Your shit wouldn't blow up or whatever. TikTok does something that I don't think a lot of people fucking realize is they reward individuality.
2: Mm-hmm. You,
0: if you are being an individual and you're not just doing the trends and the dances and whatever, like, yeah, you're going to have some people that blow up because of that, but it's rare. The people that actually share who they are and they stand out and they mm-hmm. do their own content, it is hit or miss. Yeah, I mean it yes. it, is, it is very hit or miss. I have not had TikTok. I I got it like at the end of November. And okay. and so like I don't know what I'm sitting at. It's like 250 or some shit like that. But the videos of mine that are it has nothing to do with anything else going on in the fucking world at the time are the ones that blow up. Anytime that I try to do anything that is half-ass trendy, I've got a uh-huh. I've got a bad ego problem, and okay. uh, it is where I think that I can out funny anybody, but I forget that not everybody has my fucking sense of humor. So as I'm sitting there thinking something's funny, it doesn't end up being funny to anybody else, and yeah. I get I get mad about that when it's like why did Why didn't this blow up? But then I'll post something that's just me talking shit mm-hmm, and being, me, right. and then it'll hundred thousand million views i mean Maybe, it's yeah that's it's crazy I, it's crazy
1: i did a uh yeah i mean and that's how i most of the time it's yeah when i'm talking shit or saying something about my fucked up twisted childhood you know those flow up too <laughs> so
0: yeah i have a i have a bad one you said you grew up poor i did too i grew up real fucking poor
1: me too like i'm talking about had to make something about, like like when you pull the sausage out of the refrigerator and I'm cooking supper and they got those little, you know, those little spur things, you just wipe them off with a and keep going, pretend like you didn't see it. Like dirt floor pour. Like, yeah, like,
0: I still blow people. My favorite thing to do in this world is to ride dirt roads and listen to music. But that is my favorite thing. I love to roll the windows down, have cooler beer. I'm not promoting drinking and driving unless it's me. Y'all can all kiss my ass and yeah. know what I'm doing. Um, Picture
1: perfect on a Sunday for
0: me. Oh goddamn, yes, I, <laughs> I like it. I like it when it's there's a place that I love to go, and it's this place that's in the middle of two cotton fields, and it's my mm-hmm. favorite fucking place to go sit and drinks in the middle of these two cotton fields. And at night time when the stars is out, it looks like the stars are bouncing off the cotton or the cottons bo- bounce uh-huh. off. So fucking beautiful to sit there and drink and listen to music, but uh. I take people when I'm out riding dirt roads to my mom and daddy's first house. And it is a condemned shack in Plainfield, Georgia. And they're like, this is where you grew up. And they're like blown away. Every time we moved out in third grade. So for the first seven, eight years of my life, I lived at this place and they're just, there's people are just in awe. I think people that grow up poor, It's. I think it makes us not only value a dollar a little bit more, but it 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 makes us different in a way to where we don't just we don't we don't throw away money the way some people do. Yeah.
1: Well, and not only that, too. I will say this. Okay, so people are like, "Damn, Sierra, like you're funny, you're quick-witted. My sister is too. Me and my sister, like, we've said all the time, like we could have our own reality show. Like we are just we're hilarious." Well, and I'm like, well, you know, when you grow up with the, uh, this is dead ass. When you grow up with the Coke snorting stripper, first white girl to date a black guy, mama, don't meet your daddy till you're 18. But the guy that you think is your daddy is a career felon. You know, you, you develop a sense of humor because you ain't got shit else going for you. Like,
0: you, <laughs> literally,
1: you. those are the things that created this. <laughs>
0: You are your trauma forged. I'm the same way. I, I, I am trauma forged. Uh yeah. Uh I have an addict for a mother. Uh my yeah, dad same. is my dad's an alcoholic. Um I've got a very like very fucked up. We lost almost everything several times when I was in high school to the drugs. Yeah. My my dad got hooked on some shit with my mother. Uh mom's been in and out of prison. Dad's been couple rehabs and shit mama
1: was i mean i'm pretty sure that sorry mama but i'm pretty sure that my mama was the first stripper that most of my classmates ever saw like dead ass not kidding like at least, you know, at least, at least your mom really wasn't one
0: selling to, at least your mom wasn't one selling meth to them <laughs> you know, it's really
1: hard when you go to school the next day and they're like oh we went to teasers last night sierra <laughs> but yeah i would
0: know? have had yeah but i mean it's
1: but I mean, I've literally had to learn to laugh about it now because growing up, so growing up, my mom was, mar- you know, she was in a biracial marriage when I was really young. So and growing up in South Alabama, I was allowed to stay the night with people, but my friends weren't allowed to stay the night with me. Yeah, You know, um, a lot of when I started dating, um, like my my kid's dad, it took a lot for his parents to even let him date me because my mom was married to a black guy like that's just how it is I'm not saying it's right that's just how it was and it was really hard for me because I was like I'm me and for so much of my life I mean pretty much until I got out of her house every single decision about me that was left up to others was made off the face value of my mama
0: yeah see I it was kind of weird with me too, because my granddaddy, uh, my great granddaddy, was a political advisor to Jimmy Carter, and then, okay. it, just start, then it starts going downhill. Like my, my, yeah. See, my grandmother was my favoriteest person of all time, besides for my daughter. Same. Like I have the angel that's on her mausoleum is on my side because I always want my nanny by my side, that. and uh, like that was my that was my person. And uh, once you get past. My nanny, it just bottoms out. And yeah. I just, uh, I would, there was a lot of things that I would hear growing up that would fuck me up. Like my parents coming, I was a good athlete growing up. And hearing my Thanks. mom, my mom in the stands at Friday night football games, and my mom's drunk, and like having to hear the parents talk. There were times, thank God to some other families. They wouldn't let when before I could drive. They would not let my mom carry me home. I didn't know what was going on, but they were like, "Hey, just come spend the night with us, baby." Like, like yeah. stuff like that. Like no, they would not let yeah. me. Yeah, and I'm, but I'm kind of grateful for some of the shit, to be honest with you, because it. No. It, I, I had I feel like I feel like I had to go through that shit. Now I like,
1: would not be a good of a mama as I am. Which, you know, like I said, me and my mom's relationship is so rough. Um, But I would not be as good of a mama as I was. And I would have not been as careful with some of the decisions I did make when I was younger had I not remembered the way I felt when I wasn't allowed to have a summer party because nobody would come.
0: Yep, same. Uh, There's a whole lot of times that when I'm trying to make a decision – Mm-hmm. About what I'm going to do with something, I think about how it is going to affect Gracie. Like, and mm-hmm. and I think back to some fucked up shit. Like, I, just, I don't drink. I drink now. I love to drink. I love to have a wow. good time. I still to this day, Gracie is ten. She has never seen me drunk, not in yeah, person. Now I'm very bad about FaceTiming her at concerts because <laughs> she is my best friend. My my daughter is my my favoriteest fucking thing in this world. Like my studio is named Raising Grace Studios for mm-hmm. Raising Gracie, but it also stands for somewhere between Raising Hill and Amazing Grace. Right. And she, I cannot wait for the day for me to start to take her to this stuff. Right. But I don't want, I've, she's never seen me drunk because that's all I saw growing up.
1: Well, that's like my kids, you know, people, it's, it's often asked, you know, if you've ever seen me on live or anything, it's often asked, why don't you let your kids on camera, you know, this, that, and the other, and they are in some of my videos and they're on my Instagram and they're on my Facebook, but on my Facebook, it, it, that's where they're really at. And I don't accept fans or followers, whatever yeah. on my Facebook, that's for me. And, you know, and I, my explanation is always the same. I chose this. This is my outlet, TikTok speaking is my outlet that i chose for me i don't want my four-year-old or my seven-year-old to think it's cool to be in a video right now with mama and then it affect them 10 years down the road because they didn't know better when they're old enough to make that decision that this is something they want to be a part of then i'm more you know more than happy but i'm not going to make that decision for them
0: yeah that's you're a very good fucking mother You're, you're there's only uh i've had kelsey on my show perfectly kelsey a couple times now mm-hmm. and i thank the absolute world of her and curtis and all them and she said before the only reason that she has her her daughter on her, her stuff is because her daughter wants to be like she she wants to be right and that's the same thing with grace i but gracie and me if people could hear me and her talk shit to each other the way that we uh-huh. talk shit to one another they would. That's all they would want me to put on social media. That's right. that, that's it. She is. Your kid ever say something and you're like, "Fuck you, that was good." Like I got to punish oh, you now. No.
1: One time, um, we were Tyler was, sissy was still in a back facing car seat, so she was what younger than two, and uh, we're riding down the road, we're going over the bridge, we're not watching Cole, and they're fussing and hollering. and I said, "Y'all are pissing me off." Tyler looks up from his tablet, playing subway surfers, looks up and says, well, mama, I'd rather be pissed off than pissed on,
2: and looks back (laughs) down
1: and continues playing, and I literally thought in my head, little motherfucker, like, literally, that's what I thought in my head, and I couldn't say anything, because he said exactly what he's heard his mama say. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so I, I got I got blessed. My my daughter is an extremely good athlete, softball player. She's in gifted. Uh, she doesn't get anything such. I don't know where the fuck she got all her smarts from, because me and her mom her, her, her we're not the we're not the smartest fucking people. I've never won a spelling be, I'll put it that way. And uh, my daughter is just a beast. She gets on to me about mm-hmm. certain things. I say like I've had to watch. She will not say a bad word. I've tried my damnedest because sometimes I'm a bad dad. And oh, my kids uh, have favorite cuss
1: words.
0: Yeah, I try to get her <laughs> to say slick shit because it's so funny the way she says it when I'm not recording or something. Like I, I love when Gracie does my show. Like I let her every once in a while. Okay. Just me and her do a show. I think I, hopefully I'll I save those episodes. Maybe when I'm dead and gone one day, she'll she'll go back and listen to episodes of just me yeah. and her. Just being sweet to one another and talking shit, but uh, there's, there's just something special about them. There's just something special about your yeah. kids when they're like, you know.
1: Yeah. No, there's and it's you know you can even like my daughter. She uh got her little cheerleading uniform and she put it on and it's near about the same one I wore as a senior. And I and I'm looking at her and I'm like damn maybe that youngin does look like me a little bit you know like you know and then little gestures my son makes or anything and it's like when you when they fall asleep you just go in there and look at them and they're like dang like that 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 is mine I made that
0: yeah uh I'm very very surprised how cool you I know why every once in a while people tag folks to to be in the show and I'm just There's been a couple of times I almost didn't air it episodes because I just didn't get them. I don't. I'm starting to be more vocal about this. uh, Mm -hmm. And it's going to bite me in the ass eventually one day because there's going to be somebody that has heard it and mad at me or whatever. Uh, I don't think that certain people should have notoriety on social media. And I'm sure there's probably people that think that I shouldn't uh, tease their own. But there's some people that I want to understand why folks have an obsession with them. Because I don't get it, you're one of those that you don't have to ask why. Like you, you get it. You're you're, you're a good person and you're a good mother, and so Thank
2: you. the stuff
0: the stuff that you get on social media. It, I don't cry. No, don't cry. Don't cry. <laughs> no, but it's some people deserve it, and I don't know. There's something special about you. There's something spe- you. there's something special about you, and uh, you. I like I said, I didn't know. I, I I have the worst habit when it comes to women. On on TikTok, if I see a very attractive one, and I'm you're on my for you page, and there's got to be something to you. I don't I don't follow back a shit ton of people, um, but I I follow you, and I already followed you. I'm interested. I followed you back. No, I already followed you before then though. I know
1: that's what I'm yeah. saying. I followed you back.
0: <laughs> I have to go look, and I'm interested to see what's the first video that I liked of yours. I'm going to have okay. to find it because I want to see what made me like be drawn to you. You got to send it to me. Yeah, I'll, when I you will. Find
1: it, you got to send it to me. I
0: will. Cause I'm, I'm very interested in it now because, uh, I get why people wanted you to do the show because you are, you have a message. I think because you're young still, you don't yeah. know exactly what it is or how to put it into, to words, uh, but what you've done on the show today has been very, very good. Uh, so but there, nice. there's something really fucking unique and cool about you.
1: <laughs> oh, thank you.
0: There, there is. And uh, I don't know. I'm just I don't, I'm trying to compliment you right now.
1: <laughs> it, it's, just,
0: it's just the way you light up when you talk about your kids. I mean, the, the, yeah. they, people won't get to see the video of this because uh, I look homeless right now. And I don't have, and I
1: got that bad head. Don't forget. If
0: that's you know? your bad head, I'm telling you, it's good. Like, I, I don't know <laughs> what the fuck you're worried about. Um, but like.
1: Yeah. Y'all I texted him before this and was like, do I need to look presentable or.
0: <laughs> uh, if I was at the studio, you would, cause I'd put it on YouTube, <laughs> but I'm not, okay. this one, this one's going to be visual or audio only. Um, no, I'm, I'm interested to see what you're going to do. What are you passionate about?
1: That's the thing.
0: Do you not know yet?
1: Ever since I became a mama, that's been my passion. And so now that's, I mean, I do get on TikTok and I vent and I talk shit and I love talking to my followers, but it's a, it's an outlet. So that's my thing. I'm at a point where I've been passionate about being a mama for a really long time, and it's never going to fade away. But now I need a passion that drives me.
0: That's what I was getting to. That's what I was getting yeah. to. You're you're going to get snatched up if you. I, <laughs> I I I make this. I mean, I I seriously mean this. If you lived in Georgia, I, I'd probably fucking put you to work.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, I did live in I did live in Georgia three weeks ago.
0: Oh, right, where your uh your dude was from Georgia.
1: No, I lived in Donaldsonville, Georgia, and I worked at a crop dusting company. Ah. And I bought a trailer here and um, because that was my goal. I was going to buy a trailer, and I'm going to pay off and be debt-free with my OnlyFans. That was my goal. And I did buy a trailer here. I'm only 33 minutes from the George line.
0: That is – see that right here. You win me over one more step. You, you take it one more step. Ladies, if, you, if you're listening, you've got an OnlyFans. That's what the fuck you do. That, that, that is what you do. That is why men were stupid. When we see ball, <laughs> we want to hit ball. We see a good looking woman. Uh, I'll probably get shit on this show. I already know <laughs> the backlash I'm going to get. Cause it's going to sound like I'm flirting with you. Uh, and they're going to be like, that's not professional. That's, that's not professional, <laughs> but y- y- we're stupid. We're fucking wired different. We've got monkey yeah. brain. We got monkey right. brains. We can't, we can't help ourselves sometimes. Um, but if you have the opportunity to make something of yourself or something for your family off of our stupidity then fucking do it.
1: <laughs> right. What do
0: you what do you think Hooters has been doing ever since they opened? I know. I mean I this- mean
1: literally Tell me a 12 or a 13-year-old boy who didn't go to Hooters for their birthday. I can't name any.
0: <laughs> uh, the older I got, the more I did appreciate their wings. The Hooters where I'm from is shit. There has been several times I've gone as an adult that I was like, I don't even care if you fucking look good or not. Just bring me my fucking no, wings.
1: we don't have a Hooters here anymore, and I'm very disappointed because I genuinely like going to eat there.
0: Yeah, it's good. If you find a good Hooters, it's actually yeah. this not bad. Um, I'm interested to see what you're passionate about.
1: Me too. Yeah. Me too.
0: You don't have anything besides your kids that just, when you think about it, even if it sounds crazy, even if it sounds like it's impossible, like you you do have anything that like puts a little twinkle in your eye or whatever that you could, that you would want to do.
1: I know it sounds weird, but like I said, I just had this conversation with my mama. I did. So dead ass. And this is going to sound so far fetched and, you know, nobody, whatever. But before I had my son, I was, and y'all, this is going to sound crazy. No, 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 it's fine. It's fine. Before before I found out I was pregnant with my son, I was a USA All-American cheerleader, and I had just got my ticket to try out for the DCC, Dallas Cowboys Cheerleaders, and that's what I was going to do. That's what my career was going to be. I was going to be a full-time professional cheerleader. And, once and y'all, I was good. Like, I was like that stupid, different kind of – like, I was like the Cat Osterman. How so tall fall. are you? I'm only 5'2". <laughs> just
0: keep telling. Just keep telling the story.
1: But, like, I'm like the cat Oscar of softball when it came to cheer. Like, I was known for two things in high school that was cheering, and I'd bust a bitch up real quick and not care about it. But, uh, the, that's the two things I was known for. But that's what I was gonna do. And when you have kids, that career is not an option anymore. Yeah. So, I've spent seven years trying to find something. I was, I almost graduated almost graduated respiratory therapy school hated it i mean i loved flying when i was at the crop testing company loved flying but didn't want to do that for a living like so that's the thing and i don't want i don't want to do a job for a paycheck that's the thing i want to be passionate about something i want so badly to have something that i am passionate about it just hasn't found me yet
0: yeah I right. now i get that no that's there's nothing wrong with that. Letting it come to you—that's probably the natural way to do it. It's uh, it you can just tell certain people, and if you want to chase that fucking dream of Dallas Cowboy shit, you could do it.
1: No, I mean, nah, that's like I'm beyond that now. I just uh, I don't know. I thought about you know a bunch of different things, but I don't. I haven't stuck with anything. It's just, I don't know. I, don't I can't.
0: Know. I can't figure out what what i usually make suggestions to people like i, I usually yeah. do like i just this, this is something stupid that i do i can't figure mm-hmm. you out like as far as that goes um yeah but you, you've got it written on your forehead I, whether you can fuck see it or not yeah you've got a potential to do some good shit
1: no i ain't there yet
0: god damn your forehead's <laughs> bigger than i thought it was
1: it's huge god yeah.
0: damn I just fucking with you it's not that bad like i just like fucking i like finding that nose though that nose
1: now that is darling
0: i got a fucking pig snout so i that's why i have a beard now to hide do you have a butt chin under your
1: beard
0: i haven't seen it in like five years so i don't think i do i don't think i have a butt chin i don't i don't remember what it is though i I don't i don't think it's a butt chin but if you're asking if i'm uglier without the beard absolutely no, I I mean, I'm, I just, uh, I, I'm much uglier without it.
1: I just know, like, I feel like most guys. I have a theory that most guys that have butt chins grow beards. I mean, I, if I had a fucking butt chin, I'd grow a beard too, just like.
0: I don't. <laughs> it, I I went through that. The breakup that I went through was so bad uh-huh. that I literally just wanted to change my identity. Like, I just I wanted to be. I got I, like I got cheated on. I let him back. I let her back in got cheated on again. I just – it cost me some relationships with my other friends, which luckily after it's all said and done, they found out she was the one lying, not me. Uh, and now I'm, I'm back close with these people and stuff again. But I needed a transformation. Like, I went from – I went whole body everything.
1: At least you didn't date somebody for almost a year to realize – to find out that they were married the whole time you have been dating.
0: Uh, I almost do you one better than that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I helped this person finish getting through college. Uh-huh. Uh, they were cheating on me the entire time they were at college. And then in the group that I was hanging out with, they were banging someone's husband that was in the group. And this guy was like, had called me several times asking <laughs> me for advice on certain things and all this stuff. Whole time and it was your
1: girl the whole time.
0: Whole time he's banging my lady. Whole time, I, I did, well, I've got that look. I've got that look when it comes. This to This guy women.
1: told me um the first time we sat down at a table. I was like, uh, I was like, so you know, you got baby mama drama. That's my first. That's always my first question. You got yeah. baby mama drama Um because I can't deal with that shit. I'm just not. I'm not gonna do it. Um yeah. And he was like, No, we're divorced. We filed for divorce in November. Our divorce final in February. I had to sell some guns it made my credit bad. all this stuff all this story about this divorce i am literally partially living with this man like our kids we had the same schedule we did five and two so we'd have them five days not two days have them five days not, Anyways, and uh we had the same schedule and so every single waking moment that we didn't have our kids we were at each other's houses and his barber who is also a friend of mine thinks me one day and was like hey i saw g today uh, he said y'all were doing good, da-da-da, can't wait to see you. And, you know, me being a girl, I was like, oh, what else did he say? With, like, the little eyeball emojis? Nothing else, just bent and about blank. And I was like, yeah, I know, I'm so ready for all this to be settled out and panned out. And then Brandy said, yeah, I wish he would just pull the trigger already. And I was like, hold the phone, what do you mean? turns out i'd been dating this man basically living at his house washing his clothes posting him all over social media and he was gave me this whole story about a divorce and he was still married and now they are together
0: you got that josh terry look boo you got that josh terry look man
1: (laughs) oh shit
0: but um tell you what i think that's good enough for the first show because i'm definitely doing some more shows with you you uh no you're cool you're cool uh Yeah. I don't know. Like there's just certain people, like I don't mean to keep emphasizing it, but I had people that helped me. That's why I'm so passionate about helping other folks is I, even though the ending of it didn't go the way I wanted to, when I got fired in country radio, I got hired because of who I was on social media. I never had to. Yeah. And I had people that were in television that worked in some other radio stations that, wanted me to come work for them and I got to practice on them before I had a real, a real, my own show and everything on country radio. And it's just a pay it forward system. So like it's almost where people saw me as a, as a diamond in a rough, I can see people like that. And it's, it's weird. I just, I don't know what the fuck you are, but I know you're special. And I mean, I mean, (laughs) but it just means that, you could be successful at whatever you tried to do. Right. That's what I mean. I, I don't mean that okay. in a bad way. It's just what, I just don't know what, like if I was, and I don't manage fucking nobody. I, I would mm-hmm. never ever do that. If I was your manager, I just don't know what I would do. Mm-hmm. Cause you've got, you've got, I don't know. You've got something written on you. you you've got something. And it's just, it's weird. It's, uh, <laughs> it's it, it, it's weird for me. Cause usually <laughs> Like there's you the figure girl,
1: people
0: out. Yeah. Well, like the girl, uh, Brianna It's Brianna uh-huh. who was dating, uh, Jimmy, whatever his name is. I can't remember that guy's name. Uh, I'm bad with names. So fucking bad with names. Um, but I like you, my guy, I just can't remember your last name. Um, I got her into, cause she's a big conservative. I got her into going to speak at political events. Right. And I think like she is a, a senator or a campaign leader or something in the making. I I can see her doing that because she's so that. good at what she does. Um, other people, uh, Kylie. If me and her ever become close again, that bitch can sell fire and hell. Like she, yeah. she can have her own crude talk show and destroy it. She would kill my show. Right. But that is two differences: apples and oranges. Um. I don't know. This is. Do you got something? I just don't know what it's. But uh when
1: you figure it out, let me know. <laughs> I'll
0: do my best. I'll I'll do I'll do my best. But uh since uh since this show was about you today, instead of me so here just blatantly kissing your ass right now, uh <laughs> tell everybody you know something special before you get off here. A little words of wisdom, or just tell the folks that tagged you thank you, or just I yeah, just, so seem like you appreciate the people yeah, who care about you.
1: Yeah, so I do. So like I've told, you know everybody on here that has tagged me, obviously, you know, y'all followed my journey through everything. And like I told y'all in that video last week, you know, right now, I wouldn't be on doing this podcast with Josh Terry if I wouldn't have chose me. So it doesn't matter what it's in day to day, wake up and choose you and just give yourself one more day. If you can go one more day choosing you, you got it.
0: You're a badass kid. You, you, you are a fucking badass. And uh, folks, thank y'all for uh, listening to Politics, Religion, and Whiskey. I will catch y'all later.